Welcome back, everybody, to another Grow the Bench weekly short. Mr. Phil Harwood is in the house. Hey, Hello. Phil. How are you? Hi, Leslie. You? Good. How are you? Very well. Cool. It's It's another steamy week in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, <laughs> Same here in Michigan. Yeah, it's crazy, but that's, you know, the dog days mm-hmm. of summer are upon us in August. So um, this is going to launch on August 10th, and we welcome everyone back, and thank you for listening. Um, this week's blog is focused on something I think um, that really kind of stretches across any industry when we're talking about employee issues. Particularly, you're hitting the nail on the head here that sometimes there's a bad apple in the barrel and nobody really wants to take a look at it because they're they're nervous. And mm-hmm. you have a lot to say about that. So let's let's jump in. Yeah, thanks, Leslie. I mean, there's a lot of different levels to this. I think this has been going on for ever yeah, in organizations for sure um, but I think it's even more acute um, today when there's such a difficulty um, hiring new people so we you know we approach employee situations through this lens of well there's nobody out there and so I have to put just put up with what I have somebody is better this guy's better than not nobody you know yeah. even if he's a problem and so that's really what I'm talking about in the blog is You know, you have this, sometimes you have in organizations an employee who you know is a problem. Like, you know something's going on there, and they're probably not doing what they're supposed to be doing, or they're they're making a mess out of things, but you kind of just hold your nose and put up with it. And so the question is, why? Why do managers just just put up with it? And, and, And when they do put up with it, what are the consequences of putting up with it? And that's where I think they really miss the boat. So those are like two really good things for us to talk more about. Yeah, so that's, I mean, I'm kind of thinking, you know, initially, well, there's a problem person, but maybe they have an expertise or maybe they're, oh, you that know. Oh, happens a lot too. Right? It's like uh, you just don't want to have to retrain somebody because this person actually does this area of the job pretty well and it allows them to get away with other stuff that's really kind of hurtful to the team. Yeah, I think that makes it even worse if it's a high performer. You know, if it's your top salesperson and they're the mm. they're the producer in the office, and you you just your revenues would tank without them, and customers would leave without them because maybe some customers love them, and or they have the customers in their back pocket because of whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's scary, you know, so to th- think well. We need to move on from this person, but but how? Now, if it's a if it's a, and I wasn't referring to that person in my blog. I was really writing about someone who was mm-hmm. who was um, knowingly not producing, <laughs> like ah. like they were they were already a problem. Like we know we need to deal with this, but but it takes months or years, in my experience, sometimes in companies, to actually pull the trigger on somebody because they're afraid. Yeah, and in the meantime. You're losing money on redos and, you know, problem solving with customers. It's yeah, crazy. And the, the biggest the biggest impact is the one that um, I really touch on in the blog is the effect on culture and on other oh, employees. Yes, because you know if I'm a if I'm a high producer and I'm a good employee and I care about what I'm doing, I don't want to work in a company where somebody like this is tolerated. 
For sure. Why, why am I going to bust my butt? Why am I going to put in the extra effort after hours on a weeknight or a Saturday morning to work on something when this person over here gets away with whatever they're getting away with and no one ever says anything and they're not bringing it and maybe they're getting paid more than I am? Like, well, why am I going to do this? Yeah, and I mean, not to, not to mention, there are safety issues with somebody that's not wor- mm-hmm. doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, absolutely. I mean that, so, that sounds like you have an example. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually don't, but I just okay. I know that safety issues are so important, particularly in the green industry. How you use equipment, where you leave equipment, all those things, those are very vital to um, not only job performance but to keep the people on the team safe. For sure. So I think the connection there, um, and you bring up a really good point about safety. You know, safety, a culture of safety requires a culture of caring. Mm. And when people don't care because managers let these not performing people get away with murder for months and years, (laughs) you know, why am I going to care about safety? Why am I going to care about putting the tool back in the right place? Why am I going to care about job hours? Or yeah. profitability. I don't, you know, why do I care about it? I'm, I'm actually not caring. I'm actually going to get my resume dusted off and go see if I can some, find somewhere else to work. See, that's where I was going. So at the end of the day, it's like really costing you twice, <laughs> potentially mm-hmm. more um, in terms of having to rehire and retrain if you're letting a problem stay around. So I see this all the time. And okay. it's, that's kind of the premise of the blocks. Like, if I only knew, had known sooner, I, you mm-hmm. know. But the thing is, you did know sooner. You just chose to ignore it. And so this is just such a common thing. And then when that bad apple leaves and they get in their computer files and they start talking to other mm. employees and they start talking, hearing from clients who, you know, didn't have a good experience and they find all this stuff that had been hidden in my in my view, it wasn't hidden. Just no one wanted to look for it. Everyone knew there was a problem, but they really didn't want to know yeah. how bad it was. Yeah, and so, and then you find out, and you go, "Oh, I had no idea." Well, you know, shame on you because yeah. you could have found out. Well, plus that's disingenuous, and and your team is going to know it. Mm-hmm. They're going to be aware that you did, in fact, know about this and let it go on. So you have some real rebuilding culturally. Um, to face along with replacing someone and getting things back where you want them to be. There's there's a lot there, a lot to talk about, a lot to train on. Um, let's talk about how, how we can solve um, a, a situation like this. Where What are the resources that Grow the Bench brings? Yeah, I mean, that's... Um... Good, good segue because I really did want to talk about an event we have coming up, which okay. I'm really excited about. Um, but, but you make a good point. I mean, there's there's so many angles to this, and there's so much to talk about. And we're mm-hmm. only gonna we only have a minute or two on these on these blog posts and and podcasts. But um, there's some really good material that we would love to, mm-hmm. you know, bring to folks that are interested in this topic, mm-hmm. recruiting retention, culture, and we have, in conjunction with Caterpillar and with um, NALP, the National Association of Landscape Professionals, 
upcoming Elevate conference, which is going to be in Orlando in September. Oh, fun. So it's next month. Okay. Um, this event, this conference kicks off September 18th on Sunday evening. Mm -hmm. And it lasts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I believe. Um, and it's their annual conference. It's what they used to do in Louisville, Kentucky every okay. year. But now yep. it's in Florida. Yep. It could it's be. It's in Orlando. Could be a good time to be there too. So it's going to be really great. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And um, we have a afternoon workshop, which starts off with lunch. So you have a nice lunch. You have a good afternoon of deep dive into this topic of recruiting, retention, culture, and how all these things are related. Okay. And what's really cool about this is our event is very affordable. It's only $99 for an entire afternoon including lunch, of great education, good deal. Group, group discussions. Yeah. But here's the real clincher for this. If you're interested in going, and if you're not an NALP member, you get to register for Elevate as an NALP member. Oh, nice bonus. Which bombless. can save you up to 700 bucks oh, wow. if you register <laughs> by September 5th. So get on it. Yeah, that sounds like a great opportunity. So... Um, the blog post has a little bit more information to take in. There's There are links there for registration. Um, this sounds phenomenal. And I know that We're in September, yeah, in September, Florida can be um, a great place to be. Um, it sounds great. And mm -hmm. it's a nice way to kind of link back into the NALP uh, education opportunities as well. So mm -hmm. sounds great. And, and this is in partnership with one of our, our best sponsors, Caterpillar. And we love Caterpillar. So. You know, Caterpillar is, is there for the industry. Mm -hmm. um, green, white combination. They are, um, they have such a great focus on education and support. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Phil, thank you so much. This You're is, welcome. this is such a pertinent topic. Um, and I'm sure there's also more information available to for people who can't make it at growthebench.com. There is. But make sure you take a look at this and see if you can register in time to save $700. For sure. Yep, that's the early bird pricing. If you can't register by September 5th, there's still savings. So thank you, Leslie. You bet. Phil, have a great weekend, everybody. You too. Thanks for listening to another weekly short.